Hello, I'm your host, Mr. Chuck. By now you should have received most of your credit card statements or you're feeling overwhelmed on your Christmas spending. Perhaps you didn't plan for it and you're wondering how long it's going to take you to get your credit cards back under control. I have some ideas and tricks and tips to tell you so perhaps next year you can avoid being in the same situation. I'll be back in 45 seconds. Welcome. Together we're going to explore our personal finances and figure out how to improve them. Whether you're just getting started in life on your finances or you may already have a home or you're struggling to get credit cards under control. ReducedDebtIncreasedWealth.com is a weekly podcast to educate those to improve personal finances, whether it's eliminating debt or making smart investments. Well, you're probably wondering what my tips and trips are. But before I get started in telling you and helping you get out of debt, are you the only ones to do this? You shouldn't feel alone, and you can find these articles in my show notes. And the first one is from moneywatch.com. How long... It will take Americans to pay off their Christmas debt. And this is January of 2018. So it was the Christmas shopping season of 2017. Uh, 2020 is probably even a little bit worse, I would assume, since there's more unemployment. And I'm just going to go over some of the stats here. Shoppers in the U.S. racked up an average of $1,054 of debt this Christmas season an increase of $5,000 over last year. That would have been 2016. According to a survey from Magnify Money, a personal finance website, it found 44% of shoppers racked up more than $1,000 in holiday debt and 5% accumulated more than $5,000 in debt. That's 49% of shoppers accumulated some debt at least a thousand dollars and up to five thousand dollars and that was in 2017. That could be a much much bigger number in 2020 if unemployment rates are so high and those people are still spending money that they don't have. Well it's got to come from somewhere so it'd be from their credit cards. And only half of those surveys are expected to repay the debt within three months. Others, 29%, said they need more than five months to pay it off, often leading to interest on their credit card debt and growing balances. In fact, 10% of the people who took on holiday debt said they would only be able to make the minimum payments on credit cards. If the shopper spent $1,054 and paid a minimum payment of $25 each month, 
he or she would be paying down that balance until 2023, which an average interest rate of 15.9%, fees on that debt could add up to $500. The highest amount of credit card debt in U.S. history is at $1.021 trillion in outstanding revolving credit card in June of 2017, and I'm sure it's much higher than that. Which gets me back to the point, if you've been listening to this podcast, you should have a debt reduction plan if you're struggling to pay off credit cards. And the number one rule would be to quit creating new debt. If you did not apply that rule for the Christmas shopping season, and you created new debt, this is what you're going to have to do to get things back under control. Step one, how much new debt did you increase? Our plan here is to get your credit cards back down to the balances that was there before you started shopping for Christmas. Do you even know how much that was? If you do, you're in good shape. If not, you need to go back and look at all your charges and look at your credit card statements at least back to November 1st, maybe into October. How much did you owe on those credit cards as of, say, October 20th? If you can look at a detailed statement. And that's your goal. You're trying to get your credit card Christmas purchases back down so that you can stay on your debt reduction plan. So how are you going to do that? If you're already making a minimum payment and you're already building up your emergency fund, perhaps you have some extra money in your emergency fund that you can use. You do not want to use 100% of your emergency fund because there still may be an emergency that you might have to pay for. So let's say you have an extra $400. What you want to do is take the money out of your emergency fund, that extra $400, and apply it to one of the credit cards that you can get maybe down to the pre-Christmas shopping balance or at least close to it. Then what's the next step? Well, the next step, what are you going to be coming up? It's late January. Taxes. You're going to be filing your income tax return. And maybe a lot of you have refunds coming. You need to use your refund to pay off your at least the Christmas card debt and then use some of it to increase or replenish your emergency fund. And when you do that, you replace that $400, you want to increase your emergency fund also. Then if you have some money left over, use it for what other plans that you may have. I would forgo doing a vacation because you don't know what this coronavirus thing's doing. You may not be able to travel and there may be a lot of restrictions. 
So you might as well stay home, save money, and concentrate on reducing your debt. Sounds pretty simple. I know it's hard to do. Another thing you can do if you have a credit card that you've already paid off is that credit card sending you statements, offers, transfer the balance and pay 3% on the transfer. And maybe they're offering you 12 months or 18 months of no interest on that transfer. If you're getting those offers, you want to take advantage of it. You want to transfer over your highest interest credit card and pay down what you can afford to pay off in a 12-month or 18-month period, maybe just a little bit less than that, so you know you can get it paid off. Because if you don't pay it off, they go back to day one and calculate interest and you didn't save nothing. So we want to take advantage of this interest-free credit card. And if you can do that, that'll help you get out of your Christmas debt and maybe help you get out of your other credit card debt. A majority of Americans simply did not stick to their budgets, according to mobile banking startup Varro Money, Inc., with 74% saying they underestimated the cost. Areas people go over budget include last-minute gifts, 36%, regular holiday gifts, 27%, food, 27%, decorations, 17%, and new holiday outfits, 16%. So, yes, we know we all kind of overdo it, get into the holiday spirit, spirit, you're bombarded with advertising, and it's just easy to spend way too much money. Well, many people are hands-off checking their balance on a weekly basis with a general idea how much money is coming in and going out. As a result, many find themselves dipping into savings when they accidentally overspend over the holidays. Hopefully, if you're a regular listener to this podcast, you don't do that. What the number one thing is getting your budget under control is knowing. Your numbers, your happy numbers. How much is money coming in? How much money is going out? How much money you may have left over between that particular pay period? Projecting forward, I've been preaching that. Look forward a pay period. See what bills are going to be coming due in the next pay period before your next paycheck. That way you won't run short of money and you know what's coming up. If you look forward to pay periods, you can get a better overall idea of how much money you're going to need to spend, how much money is going to come in, and how much money is going to go back out before the third paycheck. The farther ahead you project your bills and your budget, the better off you're going to be because the more you're going to know the more comfortable you're going to be when you transfer that money from the checking account to the savings account, then it's going to stay in the savings account. Remember, federal rules, you can only make six withdrawals a month for savings account, and then you're subject to fines and penalties that the bank will impose on you. 
That's federal rules. I don't know where that money goes. Does the bank keep it or does it go to the vet? I don't know. But it's there and you don't want to pay any more fees than what you have to. Okay, in my next article, in uh, investopedia.com, Financial Edge, How to Pay Off Christmas Debt. The first thing they talk about is know how much you owe. In the heat of Christmas shopping rush, it's easy to lose track of how many times you pulled out the plastic. Before the credit card bills come in, take some time to document how much you spent and where. You can tally up your figures using your purchase receipts, or you can review your credit card purchases online since most credit card companies post purchases in real time. Don't forget to include all the purchases made on payment plans, deferred credit lines, or using store credit, which is not a good thing. Then you got a budget for the first quarter of the year, and I say you should budget for the whole year. But if you'd never had a budget before, starting out with the first quarter is a starting point. In order to pay down your Christmas debt aggressively, you need to assess how much extra cash you have every month to pay credit balances down. Set up a budget for at least the first three months of the new year, including how much money is coming in from salaries, investments, and other income, and determine how much you need for non-negotiable expenses, such as mortgages, car payments, groceries, and utilities. Now, when you set up your budget, if you haven't done that before, you go through and identify things you're no longer using and go ahead and cancel them, then that will free up some money. The leftover money is disposable income. You should direct as much as possible towards paying down your credit cards. If you're not able to pay off the full amounts in January, pay us as much as you can to reduce the interest on the remaining balance. Ignore the minimum balance listed on your statements as paying only that amount might leave you in debt until after next Christmas. Well, all that's very true. My debt reduction plan calls for paying the minimum balance, putting your excess money into a emergency fund. And then once you have a couple thousand dollars, make a lump sum payment on your highest rate card that you have we talked about that in the past and nothing has changed for those of you that has never done a budget or never listened to my podcast that doesn't seem like how am i going to get out of debt faster but it works because you once you make a thousand dollar lump sum payment on that credit card it's going to drop in a hurry and your interest is going to drop a lot also, the emergency fund is there. If something else would come up, it helps you to stop creating new debt. Okay, the next thing in the article talks about is earmark your income tax return. Now, this is assuming 
you're getting a refund. They're saying use your refund once you get it. They say file as soon as possible. Get your refund as soon as possible, then apply the refund to your credit card debt. All that's very good. I agree with all of it, but I would say put some of it in an emergency fund if you're still struggling to build up an emergency fund. Put part of it into an emergency fund, and let's say 20%, so you at least have an emergency fund, and then use the remaining to pay down the credit card debt. Then you need to set up a monthly savings plan for next year. Again, pay your minimum on your credit cards, put it in your emergency fund. Now, what I recommend is increase your emergency fund by the amount of money that you charge for your Christmas purchases. So if you already had an emergency fund, let's say, for example, $1,500, and you charge $1,000 in Christmas card debt, you need to put in about $100 a month. That'll give you an extra $1,200, give you a little extra. If you don't use it, you have a larger emergency fund. When I'm saying $100 extra, that means you're going to leave it there. So you're going to pay the lump sum amount a little bit less. You're going to short it by $100 every time you do it. Or if you do it once every three months, you're going to short it by $300, $100 per month. That'll do two things. It will help you increase your emergency fund and it will give you extra money so that you can stop creating new debt next Christmas season. And the bottom line is, try to spend less during Christmas. And I have some other ideas on how you can do that. And you need to pay down your credit cards as quickly as possible. Yes, I agree with that. But just by increasing your monthly payment by $50 a month, $50 more than a minimum, it's not going to help you a whole lot. And once it goes to that credit card, you don't have it. You don't have it in an emergency fund. So you're not helping yourself. And the number one rule, quit creating new debt. I know I've said that multiple times. But that's important on how you get out of this struggling credit card debt and all debt eventually. If you can do that, you're going to give yourself a big Christmas gift next year and your gift's going to be having all your credit cards paid off after the Christmas shopping is over and in January of 2022 you're going to have all your credit cards paid off and you're going to be increasing your emergency fund and you're going to work on paying down other loans so that will free up more money in future years. I also looked for any other articles on how to pay off Christmas debt. 
And the, all of that, I came across two or three more. They're saying the same things I'm saying, a little bit different. I'm pretty much unique on telling everybody, just pay the minimum balance, build it up your savings account, your emergency fund. Once you get a, a large amount of money build up in your savings account, leave some in the savings account, and then use that money to apply to your highest rate credit card, then the next highest rate credit card, and so forth and so on. I'm the only one saying that. It works great. I don't know why everybody else is overlooking it. Because I went for years where I paid $200 a month extra on a credit card. $300 a month, whatever I had. And I, I always was broke. I didn't have any money. And then something would happen and I had to charge again. So I didn't stop creating new debt. Therefore, I never got out of debt. I tried. Occasionally, I'd get a credit card paid off. But a few months later, I was back in the same boat. It's not that I was out there just wasting money. It's just things came up. And I needed, you know, the money. I didn't have it in a savings account. So I had to use credit. I hope you can see that and understand what I'm talking about. But the other articles I came across, their idea of helping you pay off credit card debt earlier is doing, getting a part-time job, working overtime, creating some type of business. And that takes weeks, months, and years to build up. I assuming that you're working as much as you can, you're making as much money. If you're unemployed, you're looking for a job, and you're willing to take any job out there to earn money, to try to reverse the trend of where you are and to improve your life. As far as looking for something to do to make extra income, my rule of thumb on that is generally speaking, the population, the people are fairly lazy. What I mean by that is there's things that they need to do either daily or weekly that they don't like to do and they keep putting it off. If you can figure that out, what people need to have done and then do it for them and charge them money based on 20 bucks an hour or if you do it enough, you'll know about how long it takes. So you can say, oh, I'm going to charge a minimum of three hours. $60, it takes you 20 minutes, you're making some money. Don't forget, you need to report that on your income taxes. And it's subject to self-employment taxes if you live in the United States. I just want to point that out. But things like shoveling snow on the driveway if you're in the northern area, or cleaning leaves out of gutters in the fall, or taking down their Christmas lights, or even putting up Christmas lights in October, November, and setting it up for them. You probably can make a business out of that if you just contact your neighbors, do a little flyer, 
put stick it in the door, go around, talk to people. You only need to do five or 10 of them and you're going to have some extra money. So next October, November, you can make a few extra bucks to help you from creating more debt when you go and do your Christmas shopping because you'll have the cash to pay for it. That's just an idea. Thing that people put off doing that I know in my area, they've been made businesses out of it, is picking up their uh, dog poop. The problem with that is you got to dispose of it unless you can leave it on their property or throw it in their trash. I wouldn't do it. So if you're going to go pick up their dog poop, it takes you five minutes a day, have them pay you once a week, figure out how long it's going to take you, 15 bucks a week, maybe you can have your kids do it and they can make some pocket money. So you can save some money by not giving them an allowance. I don't know. It's up to you. Those are just some things. I'll be back in 35 seconds with my final thoughts. You can share this episode with your friends. I'm open for any suggestions for improvement or for information that you would like to hear about in the future. You can go to my Facebook page and leave me a message. I'm more than glad to respond. To find my Facebook page, go to ReducedDebtIncreasedWealth.com and click on the Facebook icon. So, my final thoughts. In order to take care of your Christmas debt, you need to have a plan. The best plan you could have is a debt reduction plan. So, the first thing you need to do is quit creating new debt and then make the minimum payments on all your credit cards. Save all your excess money into your savings account, which I also refer to as your emergency fund. Once you have that build up to a significant amount where you have enough for an emergency, use the excess money to make a lump sum payment on your highest interest rate credit card. In order to avoid the same problem next year, you need to increase your emergency fund by the amount of the Christmas spending that you did in the past year. That way, when you go to pay your Christmas bills, you'll have the money in your emergency fund to pay off your credit cards down to the balance they were before you started your Christmas shopping. I hope everybody gets and understands this episode because you can really make your life much better by using common sense and having a debt reduction plan in place year-round. Also, good luck in trying to figure out a business you can do to make extra money to help you pay off that debt.